Hello and howdy everyone. My name is Alyssa Nichol and welcome to another Adventures in Angular. Today we have a special panelist only episode and with us we have the wonderful and awesome Brad McAllister. Hello everyone. Great to be here. The very friendly to all Chris Ford. That's correct. I am. <laughs> the witty and sometimes lurking Brooks Forsyth. I do like to lurk. It's true. <laughs> and the funniest person I've ever met, Shai Resnick. Hello, that's, uh, yeah, great. Now people will expect things. Of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed to Hashtag no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. Uh, today we have a really interesting topic. And it might be a short show, might be long, but something that is near and dear to all of our hearts. And so we wanted to talk about it. And it is not tech related, but that's okay. It is community and leaving politics out of it. Leveling up is important. I spend at least an hour every day learning ways I can improve my business or take a break and listen to a good book. If you're looking to level up, I recommend you start out with the 12-week year as a system to plan out where you want to end up and how to get the results you want. You can get it free by going to audibletrial.com slash code. That's audibletrial.com slash code. Oh, yeah. Let's just dive right in. <laughs> Ooh, loaded topic yeah <laughs> everyone's list crickets so let's yeah let, let's give a context okay i think in the past year or so and i think what i I've, I've been seeing on the twitter sphere is a lot of cascading events that i think led to each other where drama happened on the angular team and outside of the angular team and in the angular community and, you know, uh, and outside the Angular community in terms of the world and the coronavirus and, you know, protests and like people are fighting each other and stuff like that. And, and all of that, I, what, from what I've seen, ha have leaked into the community itself. So inside of the microcosmos of like that is the Angular community, what I've been saying is, a lot of drama and people are like uh, picking fights with each other and in terms of like uh, verbally and people are leaving out other people and banning people. And, you know, sometimes there's a good reason, let's say, as a community to ban like a person who is like, you know, uh, harassing someone else. But a lot of the times in, I don't know, in the recent years, it seems like, hey, I don't agree with you, so let's all ban you, you know, <laughs> from from the existence of reality. Things you know? do seem and, to be escalated quicker, it feels exactly. like. Exactly, yeah. And it used to have been that Angular is about love, you know. Uh, Angular is about a great community, a friendly community. People, you know, help each other, friends. We are all friends, family, and what have you. And it seems like things have taken a turn and i see it not only in angular but in other like frameworks communities as well but this is a show about angular and we live in this community mainly so i'm wondering what what have you been seeing like in terms of that don't speak all at once yeah Let, okay whoever is not speaking we will ban you from the community <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is difficult though, isn't it? Because I'm sitting here thinking that's a, an extremely important question that you asked there. And I'm trying to think of any one example just because 
it feels like there is quite a lot of negativity out there. I mean, unfortunately, as developers, we like to spend our time on Twitter a lot. Well, that's a bit of a broad generalization. A, a lot of developers like to spend their time on Twitter. Twitter is, in general, a very unpleasant place. There's a lot of toxicity, right? Which is a real shame. But And it does it does just kind of feel like, I think that kind of toxicity leaks out into what, as Shai says, was we had a really great community, definitely, when when uh, around sort of about the time that Angular 2 was was coming to fruition, it was the thing that everyone was talking about is the Angular community. It's like, we've got the best one. And I, and I still I still like to stand firmly beside that. But there, there are a lot of things coming out, aren't there, where, where people are sort of coming out of the woodwork and going, oh, and, and here is my story of how I was very unhappy in my time at X doing Y, you know, and, it, and it's a shame. And, and instead of instead of people sort of banding together and going, oh, that's a, that's a real shame, you know, how can we support you and things? You just get people launching, well, well, I disagree with you because of blah, X, Y, Z. And, I mean, assuming they're all like grumpy old British men, because that's, that's the kind of context again. But, that's why I imagine as well. Yeah, time I absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I agree that, you know, 19, I don't know, 95% of the people are still the same people, the same great people that, you know, you will meet at meetups, at conferences virtually these days, but, you know, and you'll have a great time and you'll meet wonderful people. And that was my experience for the past, I know I've been part of this community for the past seven years. So that's my was my experience and I still have people that I love to death in this in this community and they haven't changed you know and so this is not a podcast about how the angular community went bad it's just you know sometimes the noisiest people you know and the most dramatic events take over you know and you know change your perception sometimes and I I think that in this episode maybe we can talk about how to maybe de-escalate stuff or how to keep in mind that, you know, this is a technology and and it's inevitable that we'll have human issues because, you know, that happens in every community whatsoever. You know, I'm, I'm sure that the knitting community has like, you know, feuds and stuff like that. But it's funny like, that you I, say that. Actually, because there is a massive rift in the knitting community. I mean, my wife is in the knitting community, and there's this amazingly massive rift about all kinds of things. So hey, that's a very we need a segue. I want to see what's going serious. on in the knitting community. Like, okay, yeah. so like businesses I... have shut down because people have stopped supporting them and stuff over like misunderstandings and things like that. It's been crazy. What? Is it? Yeah. Is it over politics or is it just like? Politics, PC stuff, cancel culture, cultural appropriation, okay. all yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm. So, so that's that's what I'm talking about because you know it's it looks like first of all for me as an outsider of uh, the states, let's say, person who lives in Israel, I'm I had to learn a lot of new lingo, you know, uh, like uh, most of the stuff you you said over the past year. I didn't know what is you know, uh, cultural appropriation. I didn't know what is tone, real po- honest, tone policy. Is. <laughs> Can tone, you yeah. define tone that policing. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of people didn't know until recently. 
Like, yeah, what is uh, Alyssa's I, asking? What cultural appropriation is? Yeah. Basically, let me think of a good example. Basically, if you are not of a specific race or culture, but yet you choose to do your hair or dress in standard garb from that cultural or from that culture, then you can be either you're intentionally doing it or you can be blamed for cultural appropriation and trying to utilize that culture for your gain. Hmm. Okay. That's the best way I understand how to put it. And I don't so, fully understand it because okay. I don't know how to deal with it, but yeah. That's the best thing I can say. And so without getting into that, which will make it a more political episode, I feel that this is leaking into, that's what I said, a lot of that is leaking into the, let's say, the usual argument like that about, that mostly about the technology itself, like, you know, <laughs> the, the famous, like, which is a better framework or what about, you know, new features in Angular and stuff like that. And like the technical debates or, you know, stuff like that. And it makes it about the people, you know, the, the character of people, you know, you said this, so people are taking the choosing to pick the negative or to, to, let's say, choosing to look at the negative aspect or intention, they put in negative intention in other people where most of the time, maybe there isn't any negative intention. Maybe there is uh, ignorance, maybe there is other stuff, but there isn't like any negative intention there. Uh, but people, it's catching fire real quick. And that's, and all of a sudden people find themselves out of jobs, out of, you know, out of the community, out of certain parts of the community, like forums and stuff like that, by just, saying something very regular with other people like taking advantage of the let's say cancel culture and stuff like that and you know put like unleashing an attack from from personal you know just for personal i don't know reasons let's say mm. and again what i feel is things i feel like naturally things evolve like you say People shouldn't allow to, uh, like, aren't allowed in the States, aren't allowed to dress like somebody else, right? So that, you know, that could be viewed as something that is maybe degrading. And if it's done in a degrading way, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's wrong. But that could be like stuff, like if I take in like an example of open source, you know, Angular started with the Ember CLI, you know? So is it technical appropriation? You know, like, is it, but... We wouldn't have any advancement if we, people wouldn't merge the best things out of the other, let's say, technologies into their own. So I feel that that's the natural part of evolution. So that's just like a side point. But I want to hear your takes about, you know, what do you think like we can do as a community to stop the escalations, let's say, when they do happen? So for my story or viewpoint, it's, I mean, I don't think it's a great answer, but it's the answer I've come up with. And actually it's, it's something that even before the community as a whole was falling into this pit that I found years back when I was around people who I got, I just got this feeling that 
my words were going to be construed like or or drawn into a conclusion that I wasn't meaning I just would avoid those people and I feel like I do that today where we talk about you know you can be persecuted for something you said that didn't have the meaning that everyone took it as or you know even to the point of losing jobs and ending careers and my answer has of de-escalation has just been disappearing, which I know is a horrible answer because I feel like the whole point of community, of a good community is that togetherness, that interactivity. And I think people like me, we just kind of peace out and disappear from the community because I don't, I don't, I don't know how to de-escalate. I don't know how to still interact safely. And so that's... <laughs> That's where I've been, like not on Twitter, like occasionally checking it like email, but I, it's horrible, but I, I don't know what to do with it. And I, I don't, I don't like the politics. I don't like the fighting. I don't like choosing sides. I feel like everyone who I've met and kind of created these friendships with, I'm not willing to give up those friendships for anything that we've like drawn lines over. And so I don't know, that's kind of my story. And I, I don't love it because I think I still need to be a part of it. I just don't know how. So now that's the problem, isn't it? That Shai was talking about the as the community grows larger, you are going to increase the the small percentage of people who are the loud and and boisterous ones who like to enforce their opinions on people. And and because you know Angular as a as a, a used framework is as far as I know continuing to grow, and the so the the number of people in the community being exposed to you know, the sort of things that we do and other content creators do, they are going to increase. And unfortunately, people of that persuasion are the sort of people who are not afraid to just launch at different groups of people on, for example, Twitter as a platform and enforce their opinion on it. And and you're absolutely right. What what they're going to do is, is drive away the people who are like, well, I didn't come here to just be abused. So I'm now going to leave. And, and that's that's that is the shame of it. it. Just to reiterate again, what Shai said is, we're not saying that the community is is bad. You just you've got a very small. You're always going to have a small toxic percentage in any community, and that percentage tends to be loud. Do we all think this is just then because of our scaling and our growing as a community, and it's like an inevitable path? Like, do you think that like Microsoft's communities like had this same thing as they were developing and they got to like a stable plateau of happiness or does anybody have insight of how this kind of went to fruition with others? I think it has to do with more of the current events than anything. I agree. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's a little more obvious because of our size and you know, that we're growing, but I mean, apparently the knitting community is falling apart too. So <laughs> yeah, it's something that you said, Alisa about, our job as a community, you know, you feel that as a community, we should support each other and not unleash the wrath of God on each other, right? And so I think that tying to something I said before and try to find the words, and I think I found them now because I'm slow, is assuming good intentions in people, you know, and not automatically assuming the worst intentions ever by someone who is for for few years have been very positive and all of a sudden he says something that obviously maybe is not aware on how he's saying it or what he's saying or which which tone or which new 
term is violating that he didn't know exist, <laughs> okay? And only by a portion of the world, you know, standards, you know, it's, it's another point. As a non-American, I can tell that looking from the outside, sometimes you're automatically abide people to force people to abide to your standards, which we have totally different life experience and rules and terms than you. And Angular is not about, it's not an American community. It's a worldwide community. So it's another thing that, you know, I see people, my friends from the United States, not realizing they actually are doing, which is forcing the conversation. And, you know, they're blaming people from, let's say, you know, Europe for not for being a racist, for example, towards because they didn't support something that, you know, they, they didn't re even realize that is happening because it's not happening in their country and it's not their record. And they don't, and they're not aware of the entire, you know, background, but they should be aware, you know, by the American standard, which is kind of, kind of loony to me because you cannot force other people without your shared history to be aware of what you want them to be aware of. And that's, again, assuming the worst and not good intentions of people that you know that have a record of being positive people and, you know, friendly people and not harassing, not, you know, monsters, not... I know that's the confusing part to me because even if you... Because my, my saying is, can I give grace in this situation. Like whenever I see something that just immediately enrages me, it's like, can I give this person grace or do I need to like go to war? Right. Like, and oftentimes the answer is yes, I can be gracious. I can back down. I can be more understanding and not assume the worst. But the thing that baffles me is I know a lot of these people, they know me. And yet that line is drawn immediately like that. And, and so you're saying, you know, we, why can't we see the good in each other anymore? Like what happened to that? Yeah, and I feel like, like to your point, uh, Chris, is it, I don't see it as a small portion of, uh, let's say, toxic people that because of our scale, they creeped in and now they are like, you know. You don't think so? Because that's what I was assuming was happening too. No, no. Let me let me more, more precise. So I, I feel that, yeah, it's a small percentage that I agree with, okay? But what I don't agree is it's not that our... Let's say when you said that, I imagined in my mind, okay, now I realize that not everyone imagined the same thing. Okay, <laughs> so I need to explain that. <laughs> so I imagine like, let's say less influential people, you know, just people that arrive later to the party, let's say, and they, they are toxic people. So they start like, you know, spreading stuff or something like that. No, what I'm saying, maybe it's a small part of the community, but but a lot of them are very influential people in the community, people with power, people that, you know, people with a lot of followers, people that have. And another thing is, is because we know most of the people, sometimes you have stuff that happen. Sometimes you have stuff that ha are happening between two of, of your friends, you know, where you know each other, like each other, each of them. And and that's that's what you said about like choosing sides you know you can't really you know choose sides in that you know it's like two of your best friends are fighting you know now you need to choose sides so unless one of them 
has committed a crime, like, you know, uh, I don't know, a terrible, terrible act that, you know, I don't know, blows up everything. If they fought, you know, I have friends who are partners, you know, with, with in the same company and they had a massive fight and each side like blamed the other side, like for, you know, atrocities, I don't know, like for bad, bad things, but, you know, they're still, you know, friends with me, you know, they're still like, you know, and I cannot choose sides because, you know, everybody has his angle and his, er, their story, you know, and it's not like... You know what the fun part is, Shai? Mm-hmm. Because we're caught in the middle and we don't choose sides, it's like we already chose a side and it wasn't the right yeah. one. <laughs> it's like we're being you forced. You offend both sides. You, yes. You, you, yes. You, can either, you can either go with one, one out of two people or you can have neither and both of them hate you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. That was the perfect sum up. <laughs> and with that, I said like, okay, if I don't know, for me personally, you can both hate me, you know, but, and then that comes back to the technology and let's say doing the right thing, let's say in terms of, if you know, you are a person who assume good intentions in other people, you help other people you're doing the same things that you have been doing for the past few years which you know volunteer a time like you guys you know as panelists you know in a podcast where you you volunteer to interview other people and give them stage and you know you're doing good good stuff so if you keep doing good stuff and you know in your heart you didn't you know commit a crime you didn't do something bad you know morally you didn't, uh, you know, stuff like that. And people hate you for their own, you know, because you didn't choose sides. You didn't, you know, um, I don't know, got in the middle of two people fighting and stuff like that. Well, I don't know. I think like the, the thing is, okay, let me keep doing what I've been doing. And if you don't like, you don't love me. Okay. So don't love me. You know, have a great uh, day. <laughs> I don't know. That's my perspective. Yeah, but the, the only thing, it's its one thing to say you don't love me, but people are losing their jobs over this, right. which is... That's a, a great point, yeah. You so, know. yeah, that's, you know, what Elisa said, like, sometimes staying quiet in terms of, like, not jumping in and replying or retweeting or make, like, saying something angry. Maybe sometimes it's, it's I don't know, the best course of action in terms of not losing your job. I don't know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not a bad solution, to be honest. I mean, unless a person can be reasoned with and you don't know that till you try, yeah, then it can be quite pointless to try to reason with someone who can't be reasoned with. Well, and also be conscious of the channel you're on. Like, I would never go to someone who's a big influencer in our community who's saying something that's like harmful. I would never publicly reply to that. I would. DM them, Slack them, email them and be like, hey, let's let's talk about this, right? So I think you always have to be aware of the audience and the right time and place. Because if you are going to try to reason with someone, it's, I don't know, it, you can cause somebody to get very hostile and like defensive if you're doing mm. it in public. And so, yeah, I think, I think people are not aware of that. Yeah, yeah. The instinct of like replying publicly, I think there is something... And I do do that as well. Like there's something, I don't know, 
maybe narcissistic or something that I want to be heard. I want to people, other people to see what I'm saying, you know, and it's important. Like I will get likes, you know, I will get like uh, people will like what I'm saying and stuff like that. And, and, and you don't really realize the damage that you can cause by doing something publicly. And once you do that, you take a stance and then all of a sudden it's camps against each other. And that's how we start. So maybe... Maybe cancel Twitter. I don't know, <laughs> but no. But that's that's part of the discussion. Like, okay, that's a good tip. Like, <laughs> think three times before you reply publicly. I was on a podcast with the Angular interns, and I was asking for their Twitter handles so that I could tweet about the episode. And one of them was like, "Oh, I I don't I don't have a Twitter." And I was like, "You're a Google intern who like." top of their game in development, like rising star, you don't have a Twitter. Like it just blew my mind. So that being an option is like a new concept. Mm. Like, like oh. young guy being interns, they're probably on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. They're on TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. yeah. Yep. Sorry, I'm I'm obviously too old to they're, even they're reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? And it's not a handle, it's like an emoji, you know, you have an emoji there or something like that, a virtual thing. But that's a good tip. That's a good, like, I think that's part of the episode to to extract, like, good, uh, I don't know, instructions on how to be a better community member or, like, a less toxic community member. So one thing is, like, think several times before you reply publicly and think about the effect you are, you're having, even if you don't have, if you have, even if you're not like famous and you have like only two followers, you just open up Twitter, you know, even that could be a ne- negative effect on a person because Twitter is like, you know, all of a sudden have a lot of unwanted friends, you know, who can text you. <laughs> that's, that's how I view Twitter. <laughs> all of a sudden, a lot of people can text, know your number, you know. <laughs> So just be aware as as well. If if everyone did that, a lot of these problems would go away. The problem is, is that somebody, somebody goes onto Twitter. They just think like, I'm going to make a big controversial statement. Like, I don't know. I think that the best flavor ice cream is vanilla. What is a, what is a 10X developer? Yeah. Yeah. What's a 10X developer? (laughs) Here's my 10 steps. Like if you, the problem is, is that people just look at this and go, it's preposterous. I must go straight in with my opinion. And they're like angrily mashing on their keyboards. But actually, if everyone just ignored the tweet, that person's going to go, well, no likes. Okay, I'll just get back to my job. And we haven't given them a platform, right? Are you building applications with Vue.js? Then you need to check out the Views on View podcast. Every week, we bring in a guest panelist from the Vue community and talk about the interesting things being built with Vue or the changes coming in its ecosystem. You can find it all at viewsonview.com. I, I think Scott Hanselman once said that on one of those, his lectures that about time management, it was like, wait, honey, somebody is wrong on Twitter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot go to dinner now. I need to reply to this. You know? That husband actually was showing me, I was like, we were at the park playing with the baby and he's on his phone. I'm like, what are you doing? You're never on your phone. He's like, I've got 950 likes on my Reddit post. I'm like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I thought about tweeting it. And then I said, the Reddit community is better. So (laughs) 
When did the Reddit community become wow. better than Twitter? Wow, that's he's like they're actually like on topic. On, I'm like, oh, okay. It was, it was Tuesday on Tuesday that happened. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> it just cracked me up. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, can you think about more things that we can could apply in our day to day to be a better? Maybe, maybe focusing on helping other people on. You know, people with struggles, like giving them an answer and not expecting a thank you. You know, sometimes you get mad if somebody got your answer and they didn't reply with like, thank you very much. It solved my problem. And But just as a Buddhist way, in the Buddhist way, like give without receiving, you know, just give, you know, and don't expect anything out of it. You know, just like speaking at the meetup uh, without selling your product or something like that, you know, just mm-hmm. giving. You know, that's... And I really liked what you had to say about not and like not assuming the worst intentions. Like, yeah, some good that. intentions, yeah. especially <laughs> from people that you know. You know, it's not okay. random people, even random people, but you know, people that you know that are I don't know. You know them as good people, although it's hard because you know people. You know, in, especially in this community, you know people from lectures and you know people from events. You met them, you had a good time, but. Behind the scenes, you know, people are totally different sometimes, you know, as we all, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> got to know. At the same time, you need to be careful, you know, not to, you know, to do your investigation because before you endorse anyone or, you know, stand behind by all means by anyone. So it goes both ways. Don't attack anyone and don't defend anyone with like 100% before you pretty much sure that this is the case and stuff like that. And that's that's a hard problem to deal with. You know, that's it's not easy. Yeah, I mean, you just have to anything. ask questions. Do you have, I mean, if something bothers you and you're curious and like, what's going on? What's the direction? What are you thinking? It might be helpful just to, like Alyssa said, DM, ask some questions, try to understand, not to try to understand and, and accept whatever is being said, but try to understand where they're coming from so that you can better react to that mm. or help them or, you know, whatever, dump on them if they need to be dumped on because that certainly has happened and that kind of thing. But just trying to to figure it out before just the whole knee-jerk reaction. Yep, that's a great, great tip as well. Like ask questions instead of assuming and instead of just like go and going and giving your take, become curious before you blame or defend or stuff like that. I think something that helps me, um, I don't know if people have the same issue, but I internalize a lot. So if someone says something about me or if there's an issue going on in the community, I'll find myself like just thinking and thinking and thinking about it. And I feel like if that's you and you're having issues with not only what's going on in today's world, but with just our community as a whole, I found that like through meditation, I've realized how much I think about things that aren't like, I'm not actually in the moment. And so sometimes I'll catch myself doing that and I'll be like, okay, and we're going to focus on our breath now. Like actually bring myself Mm. back into the moment and get out of my head because I'm talking for like hours. I just be like, and my sister's like, man, you hold a grudge. I'm like, I don't think it's a grudge. I think it's just like on loop in my mind. Like I can't. (laughs) So so, I don't know. You're doing meditation? Yeah, yeah. I actually. When did you start? 
a few years back, it helped me with sleep because I would lay in bed and I'd be thinking about my day and I'd be thinking about tomorrow and what I'm doing. And like two hours would go by and I'd be like, crap, I have to sleep. And then I'd start stressing about not sleeping. And so I started doing headspace, which really helped me, but mm. I kind of learned how to meditate now. And mainly it's catching myself when I get in this repeative loop and I'm not actually in the moment. So whether it's washing dishes, driving my car, uh, working on something, if I am internalizing and I'm not actually in the moment, I try to pull myself out of that because it's, That's it doesn't amazing. help if I'm on repeat. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's amazing because I, I remember in 2016, I talked with you about meditation, I think. And you said, no way. No way that I will ever do meditation. <laughs> I, tried, I tried it and it took a long time, but it helped. So I think if you're, you're like me and you're struggling, maybe the answer is to figure out, and it might not be meditation, but whatever it is for you to stop internalizing all of this stuff because it's just, I don't know, you got to get out of your head at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's a great tip as well. Meditation. I hear it from all over and I cannot seem to do it myself, but I need to <laughs> somehow. Somehow. <laughs> Uh, I had to do guided first. There's no way I could do it by myself without, but, mm. <laughs> but also video games that helps. I know it sounds oh, silly, but like, close your eyes. Imagine I like, I get in into a, a PVP match in destiny PvP match. and everything else melts away. It's just me and, you know, like <laughs> I'm not thinking about what's going on. Close your eyes, breathe. Imagine you're parachuting out of a plane onto a island with a hundred other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, My, my like meditation is like debugging in this code, you know, that's like close your eyes. Put, put, Sorry, put we're talking about things that point. de-stress us, not in. You're putting the break point <laughs> on line 131. Nothing more relaxing than fixing broken unit tests, right? I was going to say, Shai, I thought it was unit tests. I thought that was what you yeah. did for. Yeah, actually, there's nothing like the feeling of having, you know, 100 percent test passing and your factor thing and it's keep passing keep it oh and it finds something and you fix it i know i did it recently and i keep like getting reminded why i'm teaching testing you know all the time like that feeling of like it can be addictive but anyway that's that's another topic so anyway getting back to the topic i feel like you know as a community i feel like the the direction that angular so Angular had its drama recently, which, you know, it's public, so we can maybe mention it, but I, I, don't, I don't feel like going into too much details there. But, you know, we, we had Jeff uh, posting like about, you know, his problem with, with the team and stuff like that. And the team was uh, quiet for a while, but I feel like that recently they took it to heart and started making changes like started that's what i I'm, i've been seeing lately even internally with the gde talks and you know stuff like that that's uh, well not only that but even the like their feedback loop i feel like with the community has gotten better as just like they're i feel like they're a lot more transparent and i don't know if that's just because the channels they're now using i'm seeing or if they're actually having no, more of a back and no no they they write more they You know, share more of the, like they did like a, a, the plan. They all of a sudden started incorporating all the things that we've been saying for a long time. And I feel that there are stu some stuff they said they couldn't really address publicly. 
you know, because it involves other people and, you know, they don't want to put, you know, the same, they want, wanted to cut it off, like in terms of, instead of like going into this uh, public uh, war and stuff like that, which makes sense, although it doesn't really address like, the is- some of the issues uh, that were raised, but it makes sense because, you know, it's a public company. It's not like a private person or a private company that, you know, you don't have the same constraints and stuff like that. But from seeing like the steps that are taken recently, it, it's starting to seem like the good old Angular is coming back in terms of like the, I don't know, incorporating more the community into the plans, sharing more, being more transparent. Maybe just me, maybe it's the optimistic person <laughs> inside of me that wanted to be that well, way. But- it worries me because a lot of the panelists agreed that they think it's what's going on in today's world that is the reason that our community and other communities are becoming so toxic. And that worries me because... If that's true, I don't see a, like a light at the end of the tunnel for any of it. <laughs> like, I think like, people are, people's attentions are running high at the moment, right? Like there's a lot of people who are struggling to deal with what is this, you know, this is insanity going on in the world. We can't come together as a community in the way that we used to. We can't go to conferences and meet people. We can't really go to meetups. I mean, we can't even go to work, a lot of us. Although, why would you want to? But, you know, the, the, I think, and that, it almost drives people to towards maybe like baser instincts. Um, people are more touchy. They're more inclined to voice their opinion on something because they're, you know, maybe subconsciously just, just stressed about where where am I going to get some bread because it, everyone's panic bought it, you know. But And actually, people's tensions are running high with stuff like that. And so they they're sort of leaping on other stuff and yeah. venting in the wrong directions i think that the state of the world is is having an effect on many many aspects of our life yeah I think this, this state of the world has more of an effect on the community and not so much what's happened and because you know what happened to the angular team or whatever was before yeah oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. Just, i'm so. just talking about sort of people in general yeah and i yeah. feel that part of what happened like you know s- some of the stuff that the drama started, I think, before even the coronavirus got like revealed, uh, like in November, October last year. You know, um, stuff started to happen, like the drama started to happen. And I feel like, again, I agree that it's not a, an Angular thing; it's a world thing. You know, you can watch it on every like community, community technology, every like company, like you said, the knitting community, you know, you have a company that all of a sudden their CEO is saying something and is not, or it's, is not saying something or she's not saying something. And all of a sudden the whole company gets banned. And, you know, where like, I don't know, a few years ago, nobody would, you know, even pay attention to that. Right. So some of it for the better, some of it, I feel for the worst, you know, but in this entire shitstorm, we as a small community inside of it need maybe need to keep being the Angular community in terms of like like you said, Chris, like how people are talking about the Angular community. That's one of the biggest features in Angular is the community. And we should try and keep it that way without the politics, without the you know fighting between people with power and 
you know, dragging it to Twitter and uh, establishing camps against, you know, uh, who uses this, I don't know, solution or library and, you know, who cares, you know, use whatever <laughs> you want. Just be a person, be a like, you know, be a kind person. Like, who the hell cares if you're using the wrong thing, obviously. Well, if you're not using my library, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I don't, actually, I don't actually have any libraries, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so now it's a camp between people who have libraries <laughs> and people who don't. Yeah. I mean, like people would start writing libraries so that they can they can get a promotion into the into the camp where it's like I don't know if you have the same thing in the states. We have this game show where people are on put on two different deserted islands and they're like put into tribes and they have to like try and get people to come over to their tribe and then just imagine oh, you could have survival people... no I can't, I can't remember what it's called to be honest you might you might have the same concept you might have the same yeah. thing i just said like you get the people people who don't have libraries just desperately write in libraries so they can move to the other island be in a better <laughs> tribe that was a really that was a really long-winded uh little metaphor there Survival, I could see a game but with library development. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Feel free to cut all that out. Is I'm invade, just off of one. Everybody is invading to suits and you need to write your library, you know. <laughs> yes. That's, yes. That's right. And it's on the Everyone gets a bathing suit. Everyone yeah. gets a bathing suit and a laptop. And a laptop and a, <laughs> and one pull request per and day. Yeah. One pull request per day. <laughs> you have three request changes available to you. <laughs> choose wisely <laughs> exactly uh, okay so i think that we covered uh, quite a lot and we managed to to for the most part leave out you know all the nitty-gritty details which are not helping <laughs> back when functional programming was making its resurgence i found it really interesting that a lot of people were moving over there And it almost felt like it was on hype. And I didn't really understand the power of functional programming until I learned Elixir. Elixir is a functional programming language. It's built on the Erlang virtual machine. And it really does some interesting things and makes you build apps in a different way. But what's really fascinating about it is the speed of the applications, the ability to distribute work easily, and just how it manages the functional programming and all of the nice things about it so that you don't have to worry about side effects and a lot of the other things that come out of functional programming. Plus, pattern matching in Elixir is a killer feature. If you're looking for a new language that you want to learn that is going to make a difference for you and give you the opportunity to challenge some of your thinking and find a new way of doing it, Elixir is a great way to go. And we have a podcast now on Elixir called Elixir Mix. And you can find that at elixirmix.com. So unless anyone has... Anything more to say? Maybe we'll go to the picks. Let's do it. Oh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you all for the show. I think it was a uh, needed drop of positivity in the bucket. So hopefully it helps. Yep. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes, we agree. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's on mute. Thank you as oh, well. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my, I was just like in silent agreement because I feel so relaxed <laughs> now. As a result of that, I was actually, I was just thinking like, despite all of this, everything going on in the world, I, I actually just really enjoy coming on here and just having a nice chin wag with my, my fellows across the, across the ocean, you know, Aww. Across the it's pond. nice. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Across the pond. It's nice. Yeah, isn't it's nice. It? I like it. it. It brings people together. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's all about. Hmm. Yep. So Elisa, lead the way. Awesome. Let's do this. 
my picks, picks. The first one I mentioned, the link will be in the. <laughs> the link will be in the show notes. Headspace, headspace.com. I use the phone app, mobile. There's the word. And uh, guided meditation, man. Don't knock it till you try it and give yourself some grace with that as well. If you're like, man, I really suck at meditation. Well, I don't think anybody's great at it at first, but it did help me to stop internalizing. And now I fall asleep like a baby without medication. So, hey. Hey. hey, hey! You're and you should mention that you're a you're a mother now and oh I am and, I have a baby he's he's yeah. almost a year and a half and, and he sleeps twelve hours through the night what the this. hell okay everybody just put an antihistamines in his milk yeah I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna start that Twitter now war against you <laughs> yeah. from the guy who has a one and a half years old yeah I've got this friend who has a two year old and he he still gets up in the middle of the night and I was like hey hello I'm your friend oh okay. right <laughs> <laughs> eight eight a.m eight p.m to eight a.m solid like uh, a rock. oh man yeah I hate now i hate you you know all this positivity was for you know it's for nothing it's gone does that, does that mean if i don't if i don't decide that one of you is yeah now like we really, both hate you're you. both gonna we both hate me. Hate yeah. So, yeah i mean chris like we said either start leaving the, or get exactly out. Chris, <laughs> chris this is the fair. picks you need to pick a side this is the picks yeah pick a side yeah Oh, sorry. Okay, the last one. Team building exercise my team at Progress did recently was a virtual escape room. It's just a one hour thing. We all went in and we're trying to solve clues to get out of the pirate ship that we were stuck on. And uh, mm. it's fascinating. Oh, cool. It was fun and it was really positive. And I don't know, I had, a, I had a lot of fun. So if you're thinking of ways to bring your team together virtually, uh, definitely check out virtual escape rooms. There's a ton of them out there. So it's like That's multiplayer cool. mist. <laughs> nice. Wow. It was also really interesting to see who of us are like really good at riddles and who of us are really bad at riddles. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the, like, it's a quest, you know, it's a quest you play together. You know, yeah. that's like in online, it's not an escape room, just like, oh, it's another game. But no, it sounds fun. Sounds fun. We need to, I tried a lame free one with my wife and it was so lame. It was, ah. You know, it's like, it was with like with HTML, like old images. It looks like GeoCities, you know, like the old websites, you know, <laughs> with the yes. under construction. But it was like not intentionally looking like GeoCities. It was like, yeah. Yeah. yikers, this looks like GeoCities, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, so I, I did one in it and I was chasing, it was all about social media and I was looking up random, like a fake person in social media to try to get clues from them on all the different... Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yes. Wow. It was, was it, very weird. Was it fun or was it stressful? It was stressful. Like it was very stressful. Life. It was very, very stressful. Because <laughs> I have all these, like, you know, I'm sharing the screen, of course, it's, you know, volunteer and be the good, like, person or whatever. And then I'm like, I don't know any of my Twitter passwords or, or anything like that off the top of my head. No, I'm on a work does. computer. I'm like, yeah. uh... Like literally, then, if you were to watch me type in my passwords, they're like twenty digits long, and they're they're all generated. So that would be a nightmare. Like, right? And what if again, back to the topic at hand? What if one of my friends posted something inappropriate, and now I'm fired? Mm. <laughs> Got to be careful. 
Yeah, because you automatically agree with him. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it was in your Twitter feed, so you're responsible for it, yeah, right? Like, I am. And, and we're joking now, but in one year, I'm guessing this will be a thing and it will have a term, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, because you're following that person, you know? So right. it's a, yeah. let's like shadow following, you know? Let's we should invent the name of the term right now. Shadow, shadow following or like... It's like a... Affiliation, like bad, uh, like... A stinky affiliation or like it's like a, appro- right. it's like you're you're assigning approval with your follow so there's like yeah. a lot more yeah okay let's do more picks let's keep it rolling brad do you have anything sorry i do what do you um, have i am going to pick an online version of a board game that i played a long time ago the game was called acquire and there is an online version that a guy has made and put it out there online. And you can log in and play it? against people. It's what kind of game? That's a good question. Basically, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a Monopoly thing, only it's about building hotel chains and buying stocks in the hotel chains and selling and getting you know, money from that sell and then buying more things. And they start and there's a limit of six hotel chains. So if all six are open at the same time, then... You can't start new ones, but then you sell and you can start a new one. And it's kind of fun. And it's mm. very nerdy. But it's called Acquire. Do you have a link for us? Because I totally I do. Okay. Awesome. I am getting... But do, I would play this game, but I don't have time because I'm dealing with real hotels that I'm buying and selling. You know? so I don't, <laughs> course, don't have time to are. do it virtually. You know? so. Exactly. Uh, well, you know. Is not that all, all for you, Dalek, Brad? Anything else? Uh, yeah, I'd like to pick Home Improvement because that's... The name of the TV game show was Tim Allen. Yes. Well, no, not the TV show. Actually, oh. working on your own home. So look at me with my cultural references. That's good. Oh. Yeah. Hi ho, neighbor. Mm. Heidi ho, Heidi ho, neighbor. All right, Chris, your turn. Picks go. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I have I have a, a non-linkable pick. Um, I have two boys who are both wildly into Thomas and Friends, the cartoon about talking train and other talking trains um and secretly i also love it nothing better basically on a on a friday after friday evening my gin and tonic and i watch a bit of thomas and friends with my toddler love it <laughs> anyway i took my boys and my wife um to a railway museum yesterday and my eight-year-old got there and he was just like i thought it was gonna be fun <laughs> he actually loved it awesome. but my two-year-old right my two-year-old you can't explain to him, we're going to go and look, you love trains and cartoons, we're going to go and look at real trains. Basically just like took him into this place and this actual full steam train just like chuffed past and like his, you could see it just blew his mind. (laughs) I had a really great day out, like just, that is my pick. I just, everything's crazy in the world. Sometimes it is nice while we still can. To Um, blow off some steam. Blow off some steam. Wow. That was bad. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was my pick. Just like just go and do something nice. Like and actually it was it was a really fun day out. <laughs> Brooks, what do you got? I don't really have any picks today. Oh, I'll I'll pick the three hundredth episode of Adventures in Angular. I hear it's be great. <laughs> which would be the next one which what's yeah. happening? Why are you you should pick is... diesel powered trains. Diesel powered trains. And then, and then I like we'll steam ones better though. Uh, yeah, but that Hans. defeats the point because I just went to oh, a steam, you... steam railway museum. All right. Yeah, yeah. You can pick electric trains. Yeah. See, and then we can, and then we'll have three camps. Yeah. Any other kinds of train. 
and I'm good with everyone. So you should three, all so, three hate me. So you're no longer yeah. invited. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, thank sorry. you. Too real. Too real. Okay. Shy. What do you got? What do you got? Okay, cool. I was about to cancel the Zoom meeting here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you got me back. Okay. So, so I, I've been uh, active in the open source, <laughs> I don't know, realm lately. And I issued out two new libraries and I wrote like a testing libraries and I wrote versions for both Jasmine and Jest. So one of them is called, I'll put a link for the Jest versions, but you can find in the same repo, the Jasmine version as well. So one of them is called Jest Given, which allows you to write your unit tests and tests in general in a given when then form, which is uh, kind of nice. Makes your um, tests more readable and more understandable. And the second library is Jest Autospies, which allows you to create, like, give it, like, when you uh, fake your dependencies in your test, you can give it a class of your, let's say, your service, and it comes out as a fully automated spy with all of the methods with spies instead of the real methods. And also you can spy on getters, setters, and observables properties. So pretty cool. Check it out. And you, to be clear, you didn't, you didn't write this? I, I did. I did write this. I need yeah, a link. I was. need a link. Nice. And that yeah, means that you can live on the, the island with the library authors. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the island master. <laughs> and, and so these are like the open source uh, picks. And another pick, which I'm in the middle, but so far is very good, is a Netflix movie called The Social Dilemma. Maybe part, like some of you have watched it already, but I'm in the middle, so no spoilers. But it talks about the negative effect of being on the social networks and being the product and not like, uh, you know, when you don't pay for the product, you are the product. So that's the main focus of the film, which is kind of a scary movie. Very real. Like they interview all the top like executives in all the major companies, Google and Facebook and Twitter. And you I know, can't Pinterest. watch stuff like that. It's too stressful. I was going to say ignorance is bliss. Um, I, just get, but yeah. I just get stressed. It's like, it's like, why am I doing this to myself as I watch it? Like, I don't know how you do it. I just don't care, you know? It's like people who block their um, video camera, like the webcam. Yeah, like, they put yeah, the thing over it. Yeah, yeah they, put, they put, yeah, they put this, like, you know, the cell tape or something like that, like yeah. um, tape. And I just don't care, you know, if a hacker <laughs> will hack to my, like, webcam. You're, like, changing in front of your webcam. What yeah, he will be like this. <laughs> he will be, like, in shock. Like, this is what he watches. Oh, and, and it, like, you probably like message me, hey, do you need some Bitcoin or something like that? You know, <laughs> like, you will feel sorry for me, you know, so I don't really care. So you could, anyway. you could make one with a nude image of yourself. So when they hack in, they just oh, see you naked. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with a, another person's body, you know, and <laughs> either way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So okay. th th these are uh, my picks for today. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you all for the wonderful show. We will see you next time for our 300th episode and it should be a fun one. So make sure to tune in. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Okay, stay positive. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> like in, not in terms of the coronavirus. <laughs> not that positive. Yeah. <laughs> Bandwidth for this segment is provided by Cashfly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with Cashfly. Visit C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com to learn more.